Welcome to Transition Church Podcast, a place for growth and revelation. Thank you for tuning in. Now, your host, Paul the Lion Huntington. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transition Church. I'm so happy that you joined us tonight. Let's just pray and we'll dive right in. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. We just ask what you just minister to us. Help us to understand your word. Help us understand what you're trying to tell us and teach us and help us to apply it in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So today, I'm going to talk to you about Christ is our confidence. Christ is our confidence. Now, in understanding what Christ is all about and and having confidence in Him, we face different things on an everyday basis. We face, you know, trials, tribulations. We face identity crisis. We face all these things. And yet... Some of us just don't have confidence. I mean, I sometimes deal with confidence issues and stuff like that. But we should understand our confidence is in Christ. So let's look at the scriptures and we'll, we'll see what it says. So in John 1, 10 through 12, okay, it says, He was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Wait a second. We are children of God to those who believe in him. Huh. But if we, we... we understand that we're children of God, then how come we're not walking as though we are? So let's let's take out let's let's check out what grace is. Okay? Grace, the definition of grace is the exercise of love, kindness, or goodwill to disposition to benefit or serve another, the divine favor toward man, the undeserved kindness and forgiveness of God, divine love. Or pardon. I'm going to stop there. Kindness and forgiveness. Divine love or pardon. Now, what's a pardon? Well, see, prisoners, a lot of them want pardons. And that's by the governor saying, hey, I want you to release him. So I'm pardoning him or I'm forgiving him of his crimes. And we're going to release him out into the public. <laughs> But some people actually do need to be released because they were locked up innocently, right? But then what's grace? Grace is knowing that you have messed up, knowing that you jacked up, knowing that you are a failure, and yet God is pardoning pardoning you of that sin. So by grace, we are now believing in Christ, and that makes us sons of the living God. But do we really understand that? Because being the son of the living God, we, we think differently, we walk differently, we talk differently. But we have to understand grace. What is grace? Because it's a pardon. God's forgiven us. It's his love for us. And it's a gift. But many of us forget grace. We forget what grace is because some of us are walking with an orphan spirit. Well, 
Well, walking with the orphan spirit, a lot of orphans are trying to figure out their identity, trying to figure out what they're about, trying to figure out what they're here on earth for, or who they, where they came from, and who is their mom and dad and everything like that. And so they're wandering, they're continually searching, never fulfilled, never understanding who we are in Christ. But being an orphan, an orphan looks forward to adoption. That's what an orphan looks forward to. It looks towards somebody coming and saying, yeah, I want that person to be my son or daughter. I want them to be a part of my family. Because I don't, I, I, I don't care what... What has happened to them? I don't care that they've been rejected. I want them to be accepted. God has accepted us. God has come to that orphanage called sin. And he looked on us all filthy and messed up with the past. And he says, well, I want, I want that one to be my son. I, I want that one to be my daughter. And in that moment, with the belief of knowing, I am going to be adopted. That is my new father. I believe in Christ. And so I'm adopted into the family of God as a son, as a daughter. No longer being in a place of searching of my identity, no longer searching who I come from, no longer searching of, of where my place is in life. Because now I have the confidence of knowing that God is my Father, and He knows everything about me, and He knows what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. He knows the tools that I have in me. He knows what I can accomplish. He knows but do we have that confidence in Him? Do we have that understanding of Him? Because in the scripture that we read before, the world didn't know Him. Nobody really accepted Him because they didn't know who He was. So for an orphan to see their father or, or a man that's, or a, a woman's going to adopt them or a family's going to adopt them, they're like, ah, I'm good. That's, they're not here for adoption. I'm good. I'm going to go and sleep in my bed um, with all the other orphans, and I'm going to just live my life that way. Wait. No. Adoption day came. And you just sit in your bunk and be like, well, you know what? Nobody's going to want me. I'm good. I'm just, I got three square meals. I'm good. A lot of us think that way. Well, I'm a sinner, I'm always going to be a sinner. Well, I have this addiction, I'm always going to have this addiction. Well, I'm a drunk, so I'm always going to be a drunk. I'm an abuser, I'm always going to be an abuser, and nothing's going to change and everything like that. So do it. Nobody's going to want me, everybody rejects me, so I'm just going to live my life the way I want to. Well, that's the way that orphan was thinking when he was sleeping in his bunk and not getting ready for adoption day. See, an orphan that wants to be adopted gets cleaned up, combs his hair, puts on his nicest clothes that he has or that he owns, 
and he presents himself. So when the parents are walking through looking for a child, he's there. Hi, how are you? He comes and makes himself known. When we come and have the acknowledgement that, yes, hi, I'm an orphan. When we have the acknowledgement of, hi, God, I am a sinner. But I know that you died for me. And I want to be accepted into your family. So I accept your gift of grace. I accept the adoption papers that you signed that puts me into your family. I accept that. And now I'm able to walk as a son. Walk in confidence of knowing that I am a son of the living God. The sons of the living God do extraordinary things. Because they have confidence, and not in their own physical understanding, not in their own um, power, in their own uh, knowledge. They have the confidence of knowing and having and walking in the power of their Heavenly Father. And they're able to do extraordinary things because of the confidence that they have in God. Not in their own power, but in God's power. And as they walk in God's power, they do extraordinary things. Awesome things, like mind-blowing things. Like Peter. Pentecost Sunday, right? Peter got filled with the Holy Spirit, went out, and he preached his first sermon. First time preaching. He didn't have to go through uh, seminary. He didn't have to go through all this Bible uh, college stuff and everything like that. No, he... He was relying on the power of God that filled him. And so he went out and spoke in boldness and 5,000 people got saved. Say what? Yeah. 5,000 people got saved. Now, some of us in the small towns, that's pretty much our whole population. And yet we're looking at people as though you're not qualified. You, you can't do what I do because I went through all this schooling for it. God could use, let me say this, I'm going to say this right now. God can use anybody at any time, at any moment, to do whatever he wants. Let me say that again. God can use anybody at any time, any moment, to do whatever he wants. God used a donkey. Just saying, some of us... <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're as stubborn as a donkey. And yet God used a donkey to tell a prophet who is supposedly the, the voice of God, hey, do you see what's in front of you? Death is in front of you, so I, I'm not going that way. You could beat me all you want to, but I'm not going that way. And that donkey saved that prophet's life. What? Yeah. Some of us are in a place of hard hearing. Some of us in the place of being Pharisees. Oh, we will never be like the Pharisees. Think about this, okay? Just, just think. A Pharisee knew the Word of God, right? Studied the Word of God, was put in leadership positions in the synagogues, so they knew and they were looked at as leaders, didn't know who Jesus was. <laughs> Wait. The scriptures that identified 
who Jesus was that the Pharisees studied, and yet they couldn't identify Jesus. We would like to take a brief break from this episode with a word from our sponsors. Welcome back as we continue with this episode. What in the world? Yeah. So I came across a saying, and this quote, man, it just, I'm like blown away, okay? So in this quote, it says, A man possessed by thousands of demons recognized Jesus, but the men possessing thousands of scriptures couldn't. Oh my goodness. Let it sink in. Let let it sink in. Let me read it again. A man possessed by thousands of demons recognized Jesus. But the men possessing thousands of scriptures couldn't. Well, see, the man who was possessed by all these demons, guess what? He ran and fell on his knees crying saying, you are the son of the living God. What do you have with me? He knew that Jesus was the son of God. Pharisees, they missed it. And how, how many of us, after we get saved, after we, we get adopted, we forget that it was a gift for us to be adopted. It was grace that we were set free. It's grace that God saved us, and yet we forget about it, and we can look at at everybody else that walks in the church smelly, stinky, and have not got saved yet, and we can look down on them saying, do what? They shouldn't be in our church. They shouldn't be in this place of worship. They don't deserve to be here. Wait a second. But you were an orphan too. You were an orphan at one time. So if God adopts another person, you understand because God adopted you. But then we forget what grace is. We forget about grace. What what is grace? Well, we, we read the definition We'd have, we, we, we checked it out, we, we, we dissected the definition. So, I mean, if we look at the definition again, I mean, it, we, we could continue to, to, to analyze the definition, and, and, but it, it's a gift. God's grace. And having confidence in God's grace of knowing that He has, an adopt, has adopted you, an orphan, into his family and made you a son. Why are we stopping other orphans, orphans for ex- from experiencing what it feels like to be a part of a family? Or they get into the family and then we abuse them. And they don't want nothing to do with the family anymore. They run when they hear about that family. The church is a family. Are we accepting, helping, and loving because we were accepted, helped, and loved? Or are we rejecting, pushing because they don't fit our criteria of what it means to be in this family? Brothers and sisters, never forget that you were an orphan at one time. 
You were nasty, snotty, smelly, clothes were torn up, you were filthy. And nobody wanted you because you were wrapped up in a thing called sin. Your price was death. Your price was eternal rejection. And yet God sent his only son to sign in his blood that adoption paper to accept you into his family, the family of royalty, and to to put a crown on your head and say, welcome into this family, but this family will continue to grow. I need you to help the new brothers and sisters that are coming in, to love them, to help them, not to reject them. Did I reject you? No, no, God, you didn't. So I should have the heart to accept those, regardless of their background, regardless of their status, regardless of how much money they make, regardless of how big of a tithe they could bring to the church. They marked that off. Regardless of everything that they came, all the baggage they came in. Oh, through love, we help them to work through that baggage. It's all about grace. But Paul, you said the title was Confidence in Christ. See, I can't walk with grace and have grace for others if I don't have confidence in Jesus having grace with me. I can't do what I'm, I'm built to do if I don't know that I have grace with Jesus. And Jesus has grace with me. So if we break it down, what is patience? What is it? What is patience? Well, patience is grace. When that annoying person comes into your life or annoying co-worker or your wife becomes annoying or husband becomes annoying or in-laws are annoying or whatever. Just think about how you can be annoying to God. How many times you fail? How many times you say, God, I'll never do it, and you go do it again. You come back, oops, I'm sorry, and you go do it again. Oops, I'm sorry. Do it. Oops, I'm sorry. That could be annoying, like, okay, do it. I'm done. Do it. Go to hell. And then you hear when I say that, you're like, oh my goodness. But God's like, if he, if he was annoyed with us and he didn't have patience, didn't have grace with us, he would say, well, your final destination is, is hell. So go ahead, go there. Because you keep messing up and I, I'm tired of it. We keep playing tug of war with your life, you know. You say, God, you can have my life, and then God, you, and then you take my, your life back, and you say, God, you can have my life, and you take your life back, and God's like, okay, do it here. You could just have your life, and then do whatever you want. When you're ready, you'll come, and you'll give me your life, and take your hands off of it. But that's what we do with God, and yet God has grace. 
He knows. And yet, we don't have grace for others. We don't have patience with others. No, back up. You're able to give grace because you get grace. Mm -hmm. You're able to give forgiveness because God forgave you. Mm. Now, sometimes we get into this place of forgiveness. That means I get to accept that person into my life again and they get to walk all over me. No. Mm -mm. There's forgiveness and there's reconciliation. Forgiveness is I'm forgiving you what you did. Reconciliation is, hey, let's start all over. But if you're in the same place and I'm moving forward, I'm sorry. We cannot reconcile this. But I forgive you. I'll go my way, you go yours. As I took that bunny trail, you know, back to what I was saying. It's grace to have confidence in Jesus as a son of the living God. It's through his grace that we're able to carry his ring and to walk in his authority, to walk with a confidence of knowing that I'm set free I'm changed and continually changing because he that started a good work is faithful to finish it. I'm that good work and God is finishing that good work for when I stand before him, Jesus is going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on in. I finished the work and I finished working here. <laughs> Your mansion's right there. Wow. Okay, so when you're coming over, Jesus, so we could enjoy each other. We can fellowship together. But that's the finished product. And right now, God has continued changing us through grace to become more like him. So our confidence is no longer in our power of fixing us. It's in the confidence of Jesus' power in fixing us. And we are just putting ourselves at his hands or in his hands to change, to fix us, to make us whole. That is the confidence in Jesus. Good stuff, right? Good stuff. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. We ask, Lord, you just minister to us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for signing the adoption papers in your blood. Thank you, Lord, for cleaning us up, giving us clean new robes, placing the ring on our finger, Lord, of your authority, and continue to work with us and just give us grace. We ask you, Lord, that you just bless us today. Help us to have the understanding that we're no longer orphans, but we are now sons of God and daughters of God. So if anybody in the sound of my voice wants to surrender, just repeat after me. Say, God, I'm done. I quit. I give up. I no longer own me. You own me. Teach me, guide me, show me what you want me to do, and I'll do it for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I surrender.
Take a deep breath. Let it all out. Welcome to your new life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Transition Church Podcast. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with someone you love.